0: Hello, everyone. This is Maureen Speak. I welcome you to another time of finding you. Today, we'll be talking on living a sin free life. It is a continuation of the last episode. Living a sin free life is key to discovering who you are, even though it sounds unattainable. Yet, it is possible to hear who believes. The Bible admonished us in Romans 12, 2 to present our bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And two says, but do not conform to the world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The will of God is his plans for us, which becomes the purpose he created us for. And that scripture is a clear explanation that self-discovery is not what we uncover or we discover by ourselves. Or what people tell us about us, but the mystery we get to uncover on the foundation of a personal relationship that we have with the God that created us. And to be in a personal relationship with God, is to live a sacrificial life of fellowship with Him. To stand for Him, to abide in Him, and to daily inquire of Him. For the more we inquire of Him, the more we get to know Him. And when we know Him as we should, we get to know who He has created us to be. So the more we know Him, the more we know ourselves. But the key to assessing that mystery is in presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, which is not a life you can attain with your natural abilities. A sin-free life is a two-way commitment approach from you and God. And the sweetest part of it is that God is already committed to you or God is already committed to us, which was the reason. He sent Jesus to die for our sin so that we will not be condemned by our sin. But the remaining part of it is for you to stand up to his principles, to live the way he has ordained us to live, to make a daily and conscious effort to live for him. And when you do that, you watch him help you overcome sin, even in times that you lack the strength to save yourself. There are two ways that God showed us how to live above sin in the scripture. The first category is the sin, the known the sin, if you can call it that. The known sin, which means the sin that you could perceive, all right, that you could feel, you know, that it can happen, meaning that you are aware of its possibility of occurrence. You could sense its tendency, of happening all right then looking at first thessalonians 5 um, verse 22 says that we should flee from all appearances of evil we should flee from all appearances of evil that means we did not have to wait for it to happen as we perceive it from afar we should flee this is practically telling us to run or avoid situations and places that are susceptible to sin You don't yoke with sin with an intention that you won't end up committing that sin. You don't parley with sin and believing in yourself that you won't end up committing that sin. You, my darling, is not that powerful because we are talking about flesh here. And flesh, all right, is in a default nature of desiring sin. If not for God, no one will have self-control. Because the flesh will carry, admires sin, derives pleasure in sin. All right? So, and the mere fact that the scripture asks us to flee is enough proof that our flesh cannot contend with sin and overcome it. So, learn to avoid situations and conditions that can lead you to sin and intentionally avoid them, not be intentional about that. All right. It's better to accept yourself the way you are. It's better to accept your weakness. It's better to own up to your weakness and ask for help from God so that you don't fall for that sin than putting up a self-righteousness of a thing and falling for the sin in secrets. Remember that God sees our secret even when others don't see it. I can't tell you enough how many times I have been trapped by sin through this approach until I learned to stop acting up the strong woman thing and made up my mind to flee the moment I feel uneasy about someone or a situation. And I tell you, it's been freedom at last. And the second category is the unknown sin, the sin you didn't plan for, the sin you didn't see coming. It is when we are oblivious of the looming trap to sin. This we can check up in Genesis 26, when God was speaking to Abimelech in in a dream. And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. For I saw, for I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Wow, God could withhold us from sinning against him when when he sees the integrity of our heart. When he sees that we didn't really you know, want to do this, when we are his children and he keeps us away from sin, he knows, he understands you know, who we are. He understands our weaknesses and he understands that we didn't plan okay, to do this. So when he sees our heart, he helps us, he withdraws us from committing that sin. This is also applicable to times you have planned to commit sin that events never allowed it to happen. It means it was God that orchestrated the situations that never allowed sin to happen in our lives, even when we were ready for it. But he saw our heart that we actually did not intend or we did not want to do this. So he made a way of escape for you and I, which may have come in different ways. It might have come in ways that didn't seem like God was saving us. It it might have come through disappointment or rejection but they were all blessings in disguise now the next time you sense the appearance of sin what you should do what is is required for you to do is to ask for the grace to flee when you sense that and when you do not sense that you need to still pray so that God will keep us away from sin alright so that God will keep us away from sin so you can see that God has given us all that pertain to life and godliness. And living a holy life is attainable. If you can stand for God's principles today, it is not something that you can't do. It is something you can do only when you rely on God. So I leave you on this note. True happiness and self-fulfillment is found in God. And there is no shortcut to God's heart. if you desire today to start a relationship with God so that you can know who he has created you to be, then please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me all my sins and help me to find your plan for my life. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name is as simple as that if you made this prayer with me and you are accepted in the beloved. Until I come your way next week, please note that you can send us mail to maurinspeaks at gmail.com maurinspeaks at gmail.com with a double S after K maurinspeaks at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at maurinspeaks for your daily inspirational quote. Women blessed. Bye. so patiently and you